ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word, free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. While Loriana thought she'd made progress on discerning the people in her life, nothing prepared her for the untimely news she's hit with. People show their true colors, forcing her to cut someone off. She finds herself in a whirlwind of emotions, trying to make amends with the man she loves most. As Project shuts down all advances between them, but only for so long with Loriana's persistent effort to win him back. Trying his best to remember how far he's come, Project makes a decision that'll indeed cause drama between his family and in his life. Never having been the one to take his L's in stride, Project gives Loriana a taste of the person she met years ago. It was clear the love they shared hadn't wavered, but her loyalty had. In his eyes, there was no coming back from what she'd done, and Project made it very clear where their relationship stood. The balance this group of this group of young adults struggles to find makes their lessons learned much more worth it. Not everyone is meant to stick around in your life, but how could they not when they were destined to be there? In this finale, Project and Loriana's hearts are tested beyond what they could imagine. Their love is one the hood raved about and missed, but could they withstand all the turmoil that comes along with it? Or that came along with it? Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. And we are here for part three of From the Hood with Love. And actually, I'm also going to stick in um, the Christmas book as well, because that doesn't really need like a full episode. Um, Okay, so real quick before I jump to the story, let me tell y'all something. So I bought these like pads what are they called like acoustic pads for the walls where you could stick on that would make your room almost like a studio you know what I mean like very given very much hustle and flow so I bought them I bought the um the glue to stick on the back of them to put it on the wall or whatever so the direction said that I had to soak these things in water so they could puff out because when they come they're like flat real flat so for it to puff out how it's supposed to i'm supposed to sit it in water for three to five minutes and then like either stick it in the dryer or with a hair dryer you know blow them out or whatever so i did all that and then when it's time to stick on the wall like the little stickies that was on the back of these things like they're still on my wall i'm looking at them right now but the little pad things would not stick so i have to send them back and i'm pissed because i was just like oh i know i'm about to be official ain't gonna be no more of no noise in the background except for you know what you can hear from me it's gonna be sounding real professional Eh, 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 eh. and it's like ain't 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 none of that and i'm pissed about it so i gotta ship them things back i was just like man so you can still hear the conversation outside my door. You still gonna hear doors open and closing, 
all that stuff. I tried, but we still niggified over here. So let's go. Um, so the thing about this book, I did enjoy it, but I didn't at the same time. And that's how you know somebody's a good writer because they get emotions out of you. So the majority of this book is Loriana and Projects being toxic towards each other and just going back and forth. Um, but you know, where we left off in uh part two is where project finds out that cordell was in cahoots with uh kelsey and they snitched on him and set him up to go to jail because cordell was a hater and didn't want to work for his own spot and was hating on his cousin so i thought he shot and killed i'm like good because i can't stand no snitch honey Oof, you would think i was nino brown because the way i well no nino was a snitch you know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't do it. I cannot mess with snitches. I think I'm a drug uh, queen in my head. So, it, ugh, I was disgusted. I was like, yes, kill him. But he actually just shot him in the shoulder and kicked him out the Airbnb. And told him he had to find his own way back home from Atlanta. And Bo and Sneak, you know, they came out the back like, what you shooting for? And when they find out that uh, it was Cordell instead of them... You know, they was ready to kill him, too, because the word around the hood was that it was them two that was snitching. And it's like, never. We standing ten toes down behind our man, which is so fucked up, ain't it? It's like people that you meet out on the street will have your back better than family. And so then we mosey on over back to Joy's house and where Loriana wants to know why is he there. Because it's like, nigga, I know this ain't your baby. I know this ain't your baby. And it's not. It's actually his bu- uh, his brother's, Shamari. And uh, so she's like, whew, because I thought I was going to have to beat your ass pregnant or not. And uh, <clears throat> I feel like Loriana would have been like, I'm going to tell my real nigga on you. And it's over for you too. But you know, like, whew, wipe sweat off her brow. And... Loriana and Project, like I said, it's a lot of back and forth being toxic because they play the game of we not together, but we kind of are because I love you and you'll always belong to me, but I'm doing me at the same time. So I'm not going to tie myself down to you. And, you know, Loriana is still seeing Samir with, uh, while Projects is introduced to Rain through Yari and... I think I said this before. I'm one of those people, like, I don't want to hear about you with another person when I have my heart set on, like, the couple I was introduced to making it together through the years. So I'm just like, who is this bitch, Rain? I don't care nothing about her. I don't care what she look. You know, just being real petty. Like, no, she's not my girl, Loriana, so I don't give a fuck. Um, and then this trifling hoe got a man anyway, but still, oh, being trifling. Like, she got a man, but she not happy. And instead of ending that situation... She just gonna mess with projects for the time being. Like, she don't see it going nowhere. And that's supposed to make her, like, the cool chick. It's like, no, bitch. Fuck you. So, one day while Samir and Loriana are having a conversation, he brings up marriage and kids and asks her, you know, if she wants any of that. And she tells him yes, but no time soon. Because it's the same thing she told projects. Like, fam, I'm... T- where is she at this time she's 21 i'm not looking to do none of that like i am just trying to enjoy life and 
relax like y'all just trying to make me a wife and barefoot and pregnant and your girl's not going and she has goals to achieve you know she's a writer for the magazine she loves me it's just like no y'all not finna tie me down right now ain't gonna tie me down okay my bad uh (laughs) and so he's like yeah so you got a birthday like he switches the conversation trying to make it seem like that's something that he put in his mind for later and he mentions like yeah you got a birthday coming up real soon which i think is like the next week and she's like yeah i want like a dinner or something like that and samir and mayel like they work together and set it up for her birthday is real nice and for some reason samir took that conversation that they had as a hint to propose to her at her birthday dinner and of course project shows up um who was it laurent and his girlfriend you know like basically they little friend group shows up and project like he embarrasses the man they're i was trying to find a better way to say it but there is no way he laughing at the man tell him he might as well get up because she ain't gonna accept all the while thinking in his head like let her accept this and i'm gonna act a fucking fool up in this motherfucker but of course she tells him no because it's like not even for project sake it's like nigga less than seven days ago i told you that that was not in my plans right now so I don't understand why you would do this and excuse me she's thinking to herself like you know why wouldn't you do this in private and I be thinking that too I'm like don't propose to me in public because if I ever do get proposed to I want that to be something between us and then if I don't want to say yes it's not gonna be an embarrassment at least not a public embarrassment because you might still be embarrassed between the two of us but Everybody else ain't got to know unless you tell them. Because that's not something I would tell anybody. It's just like, actually, this shit never happened. So let's not talk about it. But it's like, you doing it out in public is almost forcing her to say yes. But she held true to her own, excuse me, and said no. And so he shows up later and, you know, wants to argue about it. And he's like, you know, why would you... Um embarrass me like that and you know basically trying to put the fall off on her and she basically has to tell him it was never going to be you my guy like we was chilling we weren't even in a relationship so why would you think us just but you know what loriana let me give you a little bit too sis because that's why i said y'all not together you don't really like him like that like you barely hug the man y'all barely lay up and talk like that but you was telling that nigga you loved him so yeah y'all might not have been in a relationship or had the relationship title but y'all was basically doing relationship shit so the lines were crossed but still it's like samir you clocked that too you can tell when somebody into you when they feeling you and basically she was giving that nigga the cold shoulder unless he was giving her some dick and that's all it is to it like point blank period and so after she basically tells him like it was never gonna be you it was never gonna be you this caused him to go a little crazy and he pulls up to her house like not banging on the door or nothing like that but just pacing outside her door and she has the ring app so she sees this nigga 
just pacing back in front of her door. So she calls projects saying, you know, like, are you busy? I need you to come over. Like, this man is outside my door. I'm scared. And so at that time, he was having sex with Rain, but he immediately hops up. Of course, because it's our girl. When she calls, he comes running. And he comes over. And so, of course, by the time he makes it there, like, as soon as he pulls up, Samir is pulling out of the park. Like, he's running. And so, he goes and comforts her a little bit. But when she's, like, hugged up on him, she smells Ray's perfume and kicks him out. And it's just like... But y'all not in a relationship either. So how are you upset about this? So we get a little bit of Mayel and Nas's relationship, which seems to be going great. Like they rekindled their relationship. They're doing good. But she's back to flirting with the old flame, which I'm like, I do. I will never understand it. I'm like, how do y'all be in these good ass relationships? Things are going well. And because you see a fine nigga who flirt with you a little bit, you just ready to end everything that you have. Like, make it make sense. And so, things between Nas and Mayel take a turn for the worse when one day, like, after she's having mimosas with her friends, she sees the old nigga again and, like, they flirting. And then when she hops in the car with Nas, and she's giving him head, the guy calls her so the name appears on her phone and he basically tells her like get up and explain why he's calling you like why is this name on your phone right now and uh she's like she basically trying to play mind games with my guy Nas because he's like I, I know something ain't right it's like you did this shit before now you doing it again and you purposely, like, trying to mess up our relationship. And all she says is, I'm not trying to. Like, girl, yes, you are. That's exactly what you're doing. So, Nareed is now uh, entertaining this guy named Juice. She's even selling pills for him. So, one night when she goes to make a sale, it's actually to an undercover cop. And when she's arrested, she calls her uncle, who is a cop in their city. I think he had to drive like two hours to come get her out of jail. And by the time she makes it back to her apartment, Juice is there and he's pissed off to find out that her uncle is a cop. And, you know, it's like, why would you not tell me anything like this? And of course, you know, she's trying to plead her case like, I would never do anything like that to you. I'm not trying to set you up. Like, this is just my family member. You can't be mad at me for that. And it's like, of course not. It's the fact that you withheld the information, girl. And he's a seller. And you uh, have a family member that's a cop. Like, how does that look for him in the streets to know that he's messing with a girl who a family member is a cop? Like, it seemed like he just trying to go to jail. Or he a snitch on the law or something. Like, girl, they don't look good. And you know that. You can understand it. That's why you kept it from him. But the thing was, she was set up to sell to an undercover cop. Because a student who she knows by the name of Maverick, his teammate um, was close to getting kicked off the team. And in order for that not to happen, Maverick uh, <coughs> had to sell out Nareem. 
So, you know, she was basically going to take the fall for all of them so the cop's son could stay on the team and Maverick wouldn't get caught up in it because basically he was being uh, framed too. So, Loriana runs into Akira at Target, who is now dating Keith because she couldn't have the married guy that she wanted, you know, from the very beginning. And he is now in the middle of a divorce with his wife, who is taking him to the cleaners because it's like... I guess for some women, it's like, okay, nigga, you cheated, whatever. But a baby, that's what we not going to do. So, yeah, you can have your baby, and I'll have your money. So, after Loriana goes with Mayel to a business meeting, she sees this couple, and they're just so lovey-dovey, and it just makes her miss her man. So, she pulls up on projects at the studio, and walks in on him embracing Rain, who is pregnant. And before she uh, shows up to talk to Project, Yari tells her to milk the, milk the situation, excuse me, and tell Projects that it's his and get all she can until the truth comes out. And I was like, see, that's how I knew that bitch one a real friend, like his best friend. I was like, how she just show up in book two talking about being a best friend and then when it comes to a possibility of this girl who is your friend who's possibly pregnant, you telling her, girl, get that nigga for all the money that you can get. Just, you know, just ride this issue. I'm like, bitch, ugh. No, I couldn't stand that hole from the start. And Rain is looking at her crazy too, like, but I thought this was your best friend. So it's like, girl, I don't know if I'm going to tell you anything else because you, you looking real shady in the light. Because whether I'm your friend or not, if I see you doing another person that's supposed to be your friend dirty, that don't, like, that's not your relationship, like, that person looking out for you and you basically looking out for yourself and being grimy to them, it's a wrap. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Loriana pays rain dust. Like, she's trying to be nice. Like, hey, how you doing, Loriana? Like, bitch, why is you here? Why is you hugging my man? Please leave. And after Rain leaves, she confesses her feelings to projects. Because, like I said, after seeing that couple uh, with the vending machines, like seeing them embrace, she's tired of playing. And she tells projects, I love you. I never stopped. And it has never wavered. Even when you piss me off, I'm still yours. My entire heart belongs to you. It has since I was 18. And I can't see my life without you in it. I don't want to be without you. The love we share is unmatched. You're so selfless. It makes it makes me feel so safe. I literally thank God for you every day. Whew. Because with you, I don't know how I would have made it. You've helped me grow into the woman I am today. I want you by my side. As I continue to navigate through this crazy world, I can't do this shit without you. And... You know, niggas, he was like, damn, them sound like some wedding vows. And it's like, it really did, but this is how I feel. Like, I'm tired of playing. We done did this back and forth. I had my nigga, you had that hoe that you was with. And let's pull over really quick. Because when she was giving Rain, like, a little fever, he told her, you know, cut that out. You ain't got to be that way towards her. Like, Samir was all the bitch-ass niggas in the world, pussy-ass hoes, all that type of shit. And it's like, so you can talk about this nigga, but I can't talk about that bitch? Why? Because she's such a good girl. Like, nigga, do you know how you sound? And to my face. Like, you defending this whole to my face, but I can't defend my nigga that I had to you? Yo, okay. Like, 
she didn't fight enough for me for that. I mean, he was a bitch ass nigga, but that don't like that hoe ain't all that even. Like you fucking around with her, knowing she got a man as well. But whatever. I was like, man, fuck that hoe. And also, he tells her that there's a possibility he has a baby on the way. And Loriana has a violent reaction. Like, first, I thought my girl was going to be Red Fox, like, clutching her heart. I'm coming to meet you, Elizabeth. Like, my girl was going through it. And then, like, she takes off on this nigga, punching him and all this type of stuff. And for some reason, he's surprised by this reaction. It's like, yeah, we went through bullshit, but nigga, you know I love you. You kept trying to give me a baby. And although we was going through some bullshit, I never thought that you was out here hitting these hoes raw. Like, you going raw, my nigga? And of course, what's a nigga's explanation? I was drunk to the motherfucker, and I don't know what happened. And they, like, whoop de whoop whatever, whatever. So, of course, she like, nah, I, I can't. Which is true. I'm sorry. Even if we are on the... I'm not doing no break babies. Flat out. So it's just like, I don't care if we was on a break or we was doing our thing. Whatever, whatever. It's like, they kind of had that unspoken rule. Like, when we do have a baby, like, we're going to have a baby. No, Not nobody else. And so he explains how he thought he was the father. But after a test... He's cleared, and it belongs to Ray's boyfriend. And so, after he finally gets her to calm down, because it's like, it's taking her a second, like, nigga, fuck you. I don't want to, like, fuck it. I guess this is the sign that we ain't supposed to be together. He's like, man, if you don't sit your goofy ass down and shut up. So, they finally agree to start over, and there's no more bringing up the past. And she tells him flat out, like, you are no longer going to bring up how I broke up with you and basically left you on your own while you were in jail. Like, it was fucked up how I did it, but I needed to do it for me. I needed to get my mental together. I needed to get my mind right. And, like, do not bring it up anymore. Don't bring up Samir. We're not, we not bringing up nothing. We are starting completely over. So, with the new year, Cordell and Kelsey are killed because recently they just started to live careless and recklessly. They was robbing people, setting up people, basically moving like they wanted to die and somebody helped them out. So there's no telling who killed them. So, but Project did. He agreed. Oh, I forgot to mention that. When they agreed to start over, Loriana made him promise to not go after Cordell. It's like, let his karma come to him, but don't let it be through you. You got too much going on you you know like the music shit is taking off you got proper business now like leave that nigga where he at and let it be so you know like i said everything is up from there their lives are going great project takes loriana on a trip to puerto rico for valentine's day uh joy gives birth to a beautiful baby girl and projects and laurent went from being grammy nominated last year to being grammy winners this year and at first he wasn't gonna give a speech because project's like man y'all know i don't do all this talking but he does he thanks his mama you know the gang the people in the room who made it possible and saving the best for last he says l boogie this your award too mom thank you for everything 
Always my muse and my motivation. My biggest cheerleader and critic. You're a real one. You don't ever have to wonder because it's always you for me. And it's like, aww. Uh, Loriana gets a raise from her job. And they go out to celebrate. And, you know, after they're done drinking and having fun, Loriana wants to go to the taco truck that uh, Projects first took her to like way back in book one like when they first started hanging out and he came and picked her up from the Reed's house like she loves that taco truck and someone walks up on them and pulls out a gun project and uh sneak step in front of Loriana because uh sneak is like project's bodyguard slash driver now sneak is shot and it turns out to be uh project's aunt moo her ex he shot him because he was jealous of Moo and Sneak messing around, which nobody knew until the night that he got shot and was in the hospital. Because, like they said, like, that was our thing. That's not nobody's business. That's just for us. And it is time for Loriana's graduation again. Woo! But this time, of course, she actually watched, walks the stage. And Project gifts her with a brand new Range Rover truck. And Laurent and his girlfriend give her a dog. So when she sees the dog, she says, what am I going to do with a dog and a baby? And everybody loses their shit except for projects because, of course, he knew. And they're at home and he tells her, you know, like they're just having a moment together. And he says, promise me one thing. Promise to keep loving a nigga even when shit gets hard. It ain't gonna always be easy, but I want you to remember the good days. And I was like, what? That's powerful, because you gotta think about it. Like, your relationship ain't gonna be great all the time, but as soon as y'all have an argument and it's a little bump in the road, don't just run for the hills. And I think she said something. No, I think that was just my thought process. Because, you know, people automatically, like, their first thought is cheating. And it's like, no. It's not always about cheating. It's just like, shit, I could feel like I'm bored with you. And I really don't want to do this anymore. But it's like, okay, let's stick it through. But anyway, she tells him, I got you. And he says, I got you too, for life. I mean that. And that's the end of that book. Now, the Christmas book... I enjoyed that too. It was cute. It was really about her being close to delivering their baby. And uh, they weren't telling anybody what they were having. You know, that was something shared between them until they actually have the baby. And they have one little bump in the road, which is... Loriana did an interview with a local artist. But in that interview, he was being mad disrespectful and so while he was saying like some crazy stuff to her she ends the interview and tells him that it's never gonna get out like basically it was a waste of time but somehow it gets out and she doesn't find out until she's like shopping with I think it's Mayel she was shopping with Mayel and Project's assistant calls her and says what what is this interview like what what is happening how did this get out and she has no idea and 
she never told projects about it like it happened and because she thought it wasn't going to go out she didn't say anything so of course when it gets out and he hears about it he's upset with her so they're taking their holiday pictures or i think maternity pictures yeah i think it was maternity pictures um it's tension and of course that's going to come across in the picture so the photographer says something about her putting her hand on top of his and she's like i don't want to and he's like how the fuck you mad i'm the one that should have an attitude so of course her emotions because of her pregnancy are higher so she walks off crying and he goes back into the dressing room and tells her you know or asks why didn't you tell me about that you can literally facetime me show me what you just cooked on a plate like just to show your face you FaceTime me or call me for anything else. Why, when it's something that really matters, why would you not tell me? And I get it. She's like, I'm not trying to get you riled up in anything that could send you back to jail or anything like that. It's like, we out the hood. I wanted to stay that way. And he's like, man, ain't nobody going back to jail. So you could leave that jail talk alone. But when it comes to disrespecting my woman and my family, I'm going to always step. So get that out your head now. And the next time anybody does anything to disrespect you, I better be the first motherfucker you call. And she's like, you right, you right. Uh, so, Mayel and Nas, like, they're still doing their back and forth thing, which is weird to me because it's like the last time we left out i thought for sure they had broke up but they spending christmas crip oh lord that sounds like uh plot criminal they spending christmas together wearing matching pjs and all this type of stuff so i'm like man i don't know what y'all got going on and then juice and the re they t- i don't know it's just like everybody be looking for a reason to fuck up their relationship and, you know, they trying to get out before they feels can be hurt. Because Naria's hanging out with Juice. And they go to his uh, his mama house. And one of his messy-ass sisters is like, uh, some girl, Nelly was the girl name, said hit her up. Now, this is his old flame ex-girlfriend, whatever the hell she is. But it's just like, Naria, like, who is that? And she's like, okay, cool, I got you. And she was like... He tells her, you know, you ain't got nothing to worry about. It ain't even that type of time, you know, let it go. And she's like, okay, cool. But just know, you don't want me to start doing me. So you better keep it cute. And he like, you know, what the fuck that's supposed to mean? We good. Like, why are you looking for a problem? And she's like, you know, I just know how this shit go. And it's just like, girl, it's not like that though. So you don't have to be like that. Uh so Loriana has her baby. They have a beautiful baby boy who they named Brox Pop Prosper Emery, which I thought was cute. And the next Valentine's Day is a post like he posts on Instagram that they're married. They had actually been married for six months already. Uh but, you know, they were just announcing it to the world. Because they low-key with it. They don't like to put their business out there like that. So, that's it. Love and life. And they love each other. And they are together forever. Which, I thought was beautiful. I really enjoyed this series. Because, like I said, I don't do too much the high school 
books anymore because I feel like that's what this is. Um, but it's a great young adult book. Like for kids in high school, I think girls would really enjoy this book. And it's a great learning experience. So yeah, uh, Miss Brienne Delay, I'll definitely be reading more from her. And I really enjoyed this series. I hope you guys did too. And I hope to see you back next week. We're jumping back into the Be Love series part 7, I believe. Or the part 6. I'm not really sure. But anyway, peace and blessings, my beautiful people.